Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today I want to talk about integrity and personal boundaries. Now these are some really important concepts for people to be able to understand and honor. And why is that? Because if we don't acknowledge our personal boundaries and what's acceptable and safe and beneficial or neutral or harmful for our own mental health, then we're not going to have a very easy time staying sane. So if we were taught to be people pleasers and and the only reason why we matter is because we're capable of taking care of somebody else, then we're not going to have much integrity in ourselves. We're not going to have very much of a personal boundary. Quite honestly, we're not going to have much space for ourselves at all whatsoever because we're constantly going to be living, feeling like we have to serve somebody else for approval. And that never goes anywhere well. It never goes well. Why? Well, because one person is living for the approval of somebody else, which is always conditional. It's always conditional. There's always going to be a reason or an excuse or something that interferes with being able to have that full acceptance, even if the only thing that is creating it to be conditional is the person that's putting those rules down doesn't respect you because you just do whatever the fuck they say and you can't stand up for yourself and tell them no and you're just basically a kiss ass. So eventually that person is gonna very possibly be resentful because they don't respect themselves because they're taking advantage of you. And so, yeah, that's that's not a good place to be. So in that, how do we come out of that? What do we do? How do we go from being in a situation or a dynamic or growing up always taking care of other people and then turning that around and being able to see ourselves in the mirror and recognize that we're the one who needs to be taken care of. We're the one who needs to have our best efforts. We're the one who needs to have our intentions. We're the ones that needs our time and our money and our value and our attention. Because if all we're doing is living to be able to please somebody else, then probably more than likely that person that we're living to please isn't really doing anything about pleasing us because they are stuck in a bubble of needing to be pleased because they see everything as outwardly instead of being able to have an internal locus of control, an internal sense of empowerment, that honesty living within themselves to be able to present themselves as who they truly are because they know who they are and they take care of themselves and they honor themselves and they're able to recognize what their values are, what their standards are, how they expect other people to talk about them, treat them, act around them, behave with them, things like that. See, what we don't understand is the way that we allow people to act around us and react to us, that's us teaching them how to interact with us. And if that's what we do, we just allow somebody to be a bully and tell us what to do or make demands on us or, you know, whatever. That's basically us teaching them that we find that acceptable because we're sticking around, right? We're staying there. We're, we're letting that situation continue. And there's no integrity in that. There's no sovereignty in that. There's no acknowledgement of each individual person as their own being that's capable of making conscious decisions for themselves that, uh, like, have you ever heard the phrase, oh, I did it for their benefit. I did it because I know your best interests. I keep your better interests at heart. Like, no, I don't, I don't 
don't really think so. I think that is a manipulative way that somebody uses to try to get somebody else to feel guilty or ashamed or whatever into complying what the original person wants said or done or whatever. So how many times have you seen, okay, here's this, I see this all the time and it just is sad and frustrating for me whenever I see it. However, I recognize that I'm not the one in that dynamic and I'm not the one making those decisions. That's why I'm not in a dynamic like this. But how many times have you, or quite honestly, are you, have you seen this or are you in this, a relationship where you're with somebody and they designate who you're allowed to talk to. They designate who your friends are allowed to be and why. Why do they do this? Well, maybe they don't trust you. Maybe they're afraid that you're going to cheat on them. Maybe they think that you're going to be more open with somebody else than you are with them. Well, quite honestly, that's their fears and insecurities. And do they have a reason for having those fears and insecurities? Like, are you a jerk? Do you promise them that you're going to be with them, but then you go behind their back and you share intimacies with somebody else? Now, let's look at that situation. If that's what you're doing, why are you doing that? Why would you be lying to one person and then taking care of yourself the way that you need to with somebody else? I suggest looking at that original dynamic and trying to figure out if you have to hide part of yourself from that person, then why is it something that you're choosing to stay in? What's the benefit for that? Because you can't have integrity within yourself being with that person if you have to hide who you are in order to be able to be with them, to be able to please them the way that is conditionally acceptable to them in order for them to want to continue to stay with you. So yeah, that doesn't really make any sense to me. I mean, I get the whole dynamic of societal expectations and roles that you have to play and playing house and being a parent and all of those things. But I'm hoping with all of the changes and things that have come out with COVID is that there are some really important things that have come out of this questionable pandemic. I say questionable because how many people have really died from it? I mean, the American CDC has acknowledged that 96%, is it 96% or 94%? I don't have it right in front of my face right now. But basically over 90% of the cases that they reported, fraudulent, they're fake. So everybody's walking around wearing a mask to protect everybody else. And everybody is afraid of being able to come in contact with people. They've abandoned their loved ones in nursing homes. They stopped having birthday parties. They stopped going to school. Kids are committing suicide because they have no friends and nobody is around to talk to. And why? Because of an agenda of somebody in a position of authority and power that was capable of spreading fear about something. And then because people don't have integrity within themselves, they're not capable of recognizing truth. Mm, I mean, that's one theory, I guess. My point is, when you're honest and true with yourself, you're able to stand up for yourself because you can see your value and you're capable of understanding what's important to you and what you'll no longer put up with from somebody else trying to tell you what to do, who you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to act, and all of that. Because I hope with all of this isolation and all of this separation that has been essentially governmentally mandated for those who have followed those guidelines, we've given ourselves some space. Quite honestly, the distance that we're supposed to be keeping away from other people, that makes you not be in the same field as somebody's aura. So think about that. If everybody is walking around and they have an aura that extends beyond their body six feet, but you're supposed to keep six feet away from each other, two meters, then that means that your energy is not going to intermingle with the energy of somebody else, which means that we've all basically had this time of separateness. So that way it's possible that when we come back together, 
together, people are going to be attuned to different energies now. They're going to be aware of when something doesn't feel right. They're going to be aware when there's a disturbance in the force, right? In their own force fields, in their own aura. They're going to be able to recognize that, hold on a second, it's that same kind of thing when somebody walks into a room that you don't like and you don't know that they walked into the room. Or or when somebody you really, really, really like walked into the room, but you didn't see them do it, your body just senses them. You feel them, right? So we've had this downtime, this separation time from society to be able to quarantine ourselves, to be able to deal with ourselves, to be able to recognize and honor our truth and be able to have to acknowledge our pains and our our violations that we've experienced for our boundaries, that we've allowed other people to impose on us against our wishes, against our will. We've been able to have the space to be able to recognize our own integrity, to be able to stand up for ourselves and be able to acknowledge, I'm not going to take that anymore. And we're able and capable of being in the place and the position to be able to give that person the opportunity to either accept us as we are unconditionally, or they can choose to walk away. See, this is the thing. This is the difference between what they do to us or, you know, people like this do to people or the way that I'm suggesting behaving. So there's two options. In one, it's based off of fear with ultimatums, control factors, commands and directions for appropriate behavior based off of the first person's opinion, okay, based off of their perspective. So that's one perspective. The other perspective is coming from somebody who totally honors themselves, who recognizes what's acceptable and not acceptable for themselves. They see what their boundaries are. They know where they're willing to go. They have an awareness and excitement even to be able to explore where they want to go and things that they want to explore. And while recognizing themselves, understand that somebody else might not feel as comfortable and safe doing that thing that they want to do. And so they allow them the opportunity to make that choice. But it's sovereign. It's like I, just like you, am able to create my own boundaries for myself. What I allow in my environment, what I will accept in behavior, attitude, the way people present themselves to me, all of that, how I will allow that in my environment. Yeah, somebody comes along and they want to be controlling and demanding and telling me what I'm allowed to do, where I'm allowed to go, who I'm allowed to talk to, what I'm supposed to feel. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so. So mirrors up, turn that reflection around, project your crap back onto yourself, recognize that somebody projected crap onto you and really take the time to be able to recognize, hey, is this where I'm at? Is this what's going on? To be able to help other people see through you that you're capable of being the example so that way they can end up being in full integrity in themselves as well. Sometimes we just have to let people go. Sometimes it's like we're both on our own timelines and then every so often there's a jump and our timelines cross. That works. That's fine. There's a reason and a purpose behind that. But I don't see a reason and a point and a purpose to be out of integrity with ourselves. I get it if we lost ourselves, like I lost myself trying to be that people pleaser who believed that the only time that I ever mattered was when I was serving somebody else because that's when I got the positive reinforcement and attention, which otherwise I was neglected and I didn't get it. So like I get it, but recognize childhood is over. Your parents, your caregivers, they did the best with what they had. And if they didn't do very good of a job at it, well, they didn't have the tools to be able to. So recognize 
recognize that and understand that and see that we all have our own starting points and that sometimes our timelines crisscross over with somebody else's and sometimes those last longer than others. However, for somebody else to come in to be able to try to tell you who you are, what you're doing and what you're allowed to do. Yeah, that's a problem. Now, that's not the same thing as somebody being a mirror to you that's reflecting back to you what you're doing and to call you out because sometimes we all need somebody to call us out to be able to keep us in check so that way we're actually in integrity with ourselves. But the way to be able to determine whether they're projecting onto you or whether they're just pointing out what's there, what kind of an emotional attachment do they have to what they're saying? Are they triggered? Are they emotionally charged with what they're accusing you of being? Or are they just neutrally pointing something out? Because if they're capable of just neutrally pointing something out, they're not emotionally charged by it, more than likely they're just recognizing something in you that maybe you don't see. Maybe that's your blind spot. Maybe that's your shadow. Maybe it's something that you don't really want to deal with and that maybe you even complain about other people being like that because when you see that behavior in somebody else, it bothers you, but you're not willing to acknowledge that you have that behavior within yourself. So that's one aspect of it. However, if somebody is attacking you and they're saying, oh, you're like this, you're like this, you do this, you do this, you do this, and they're super emotionally charged about it, it's more than likely that they're projecting and that those are their issues. Quite honestly, nobody has the right to be able to control your behavior, to be able to give you conditions in order to accept you, in order to be able to allow yourself to be loved by somebody because that's not love. That's not love. Getting the attention of somebody because you've satisfied their criteria of behavior, therefore you get rewarded with their presence. That's not love. That's not love. That's like narcissism. That's not love. That's conditional rewards of behavior because of satisfying their whims. That's not love. And I understand that that's how a lot of people grew up and that we've been taught as a society that when somebody gives us attention that's positive or even negative, it's better than having no attention at all, which is definitely coming out with all of this COVID stuff and with all of the suicide attempts. There's been so many people that have attempted and I don't want to say been successful with because why would anybody want to point out anything about suicide being successful, but have been completed a suicide attempt because of isolation, because of being lonely, because of not being able to connect. Some people have had it so difficult and traumatic that they have accepted that getting negative attention is better than having no attention. And so they allow others to mistreat them. They allow others to tell them what to do, how to live and control the dynamics of who they're allowed to talk to and who they're allowed to spend time with and and what they're supposed to do. But that's all based out of fear. Please, if you're one of the people that are in a dynamic like this, please understand that that person is afraid of losing you. They're afraid of being abandoned by you. They're afraid of letting you recognize how much they actually are codependent of you. Okay, so gain some of your power back. Recognize how valuable you are to them. They are just not capable of being able to be vulnerable enough to let you know that. And then once you know that, now you are capable of being able to recognize inside for yourself if that's a dynamic that you want to be in because you have value and you are of value and being able to honor yourself and just know that the fact that that because you exist, you have value, you are worth being around, you are worth having integrity, you are worth your boundaries being honored, you are worth having boundaries, okay? So my main point through all of this talking today is to be able to honor and acknowledge people that have been struggling with being able to recognize your own personal value and worth. 
worth. And I'm here to tell you that just the fact that you breathe, just the fact that you breathe and that you're alive is proof enough that you deserve to be valued and that you are an individual being that has the capacity to be able to make decisions for yourself, for your own well-being, without being controlled by somebody else who's afraid of losing you and doesn't want you to know that because they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to lose their power. And so instead, they scare you into believing that you have no power because that's like the simplest trick in the book, right? To be able to manipulate somebody so that way we feel that we don't have any power when in actuality, when we do that, we're choosing to give our power to somebody else. And how much glee do they have because they're not doing anything except for manipulating our minds to make us believe that we don't have any value. But in time, they're going to eventually believe that we don't have value either because we were able to be duped by them. So it's it's not a win-win situation. Now, I do recognize housing situations and money problems and, you know, things in life happen that make situations be whatever they are, where people are dependent on other people and things like that. I understand that. I'm not trying to say that people have relationships you know, they don't have any uh, dependency on each other or anything like that. I'm just trying to point out that it should be in a healthy way that doesn't compromise your integrity of who you are and what matters to you and what your value is. Because again, just because you breathe gives you value. And that's not even starting to go into any of the other qualities about you that are so important and unique and special for your existence. So like I've heard it said before, in a world where you can be anybody, be yourself because everybody else is taken. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. Or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, enjoy, have fun, and until next time, bye guys.